Because nobody's going to watch this movie that liked Dick Cheney and go, oh, my God, I never realized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. That's me, not you. Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from uh, Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Hello. And that's my Cheney impression. That's your, Cheney. That's that's your bail doing, Cheney? <laughs> yeah. Um, Hello. Today, we're going to be doing a mini pod. Mini pod. Vicey pod. A vicey pod. Vicey pod, yeah. A uh, vice. This is um, going to be a spicy meatball. Not, not, not the, not the biopic of Rachel Vice, but Vice. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, exactly. Vice, as in Vice President. Um, mm. I saw this movie around Christmas, so I have about a month uh, distant from this movie. You guys recently saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the impression that I like it better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say this: there's a point in the movie. Where George Bush gives a speech about the Iraq war, and we pan down to his foot shaking to show how nervous he is. Mm. And we cut immediately to a family in Iraq being bombed, and they're hiding under the table, and we pan down to show the shaking foot mm-hmm. of the Iraqi son or father mm-hmm. as a parallel. And mm-hmm. I turned to Barrett at that point in the movie and said, man, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and from there on, it did not get any better. Mm. <laughs> now, I have talked with Dicer about this. And I see his point, which may be your point, which is that what I see as the movie heavy handing me is just Adam McKay's directorial style of comedy. And some people like it and some don't. But there are so many beats in this movie where it felt like he thought I was too stupid to understand the imagery. The one I debated with Dice, I'm sorry, I'm hogging all the time. Do here, it, baby. Was the, when he has that lunch meeting with the, with the barbecue chicken where George Bush is trying to get him to be vice president. Mm-hmm. And Cheney is trying to get Bush to give him extra powers. And we cut maybe five or six times to the fly fishing reel in the water being pulled back. Mm. <laughs> yeah. As though I don't understand that Cheney is reeling in Bush. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, Dicer explains it as he doesn't think McKay doesn't think i know what's going on but that in mckay's mind this is how he likes to underline what's going on Mm -hmm. and draw it's an exaggeration of sorts Mm -hmm. if that's the case i don't think i'm going to be a big fan of his directing career well and what you're talking about there uh we could easily just not cut in between the conversation and just have him fishing afterwards sure and it would be the same that would be the same exact thing you don't have to punctuate that uh that thing uh i've i I told you guys before uh i liked this movie i didn't like it nearly as much as the big short and the big short i think is a is a much better movie than this oh sure so his his directorial style there works so much better than in this one in this one all your cutaways, which, you know, in the big short was let's go to Selena Gomez or, hey, let's go to Margot Robbie in a, in a bubble bath. All those different things work perfectly for that movie. For this one, 
it's a lot of conjecture and like what what ifs and yeah. stuff like that there's you're not being relayed any information with these things that you know for a fact happen like for instance the worst part of vice for me is when they do the shakespeare thing oh yeah um you didn't like that i did not um, now see i knew that was that was coming not that you spoiled anything for me but you had mentioned that uh, when you talked about it before, mm-hmm. so when he he said that, or when the the title card or whatever that is came up, I was expecting that, but I kind of enjoyed that. But you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it the the reason why I didn't is that it takes forever. It, yeah, it does go on several beats. Too like long. they could have done four lines, and we would have, and that would have been a perfectly good joke. But mm-hmm. they went way over the top on that and everything. Um. I'll tell you what I did like about it. Uh, Bale as Cheney, of course, is ridiculously good. Yep. Um, I think also the idea of expanding presidential powers, which is what he explored by the time he was a nothing in, in government in the 70s, all the way up until now where he's he was practically retired, where he sort of developed this idea of the executive power, whatever that theory is. Unitary. Unitary executive. Executive. Yeah. Yeah. The idea that, uh, that the president, anything that he does can't be wrong because he's the president Mm -hmm. is, uh, is sort of an important thing to discuss in this day and age. Um, and, uh, and the idea of expanding presidential powers, I, I know that there are lawyers out there who have looked at the Constitution and they say, well, if you can, you can interpret this to mean the president has all the power. But I don't think in any world that you've read the Constitution that you ever thought the founding fathers thought that one man should have that much power. That's the reason why they left England in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so like the idea of having three different branches of government that are checks and balances and everything, that's, that's written into the constitution and to interpret it any other way, just because you see some language that's kind of, oh, I can, I can snag in on that. That is the part of the movie that I think a lot of people should pay attention to. Now that's just a message. That doesn't mean that the movie part of it is isn't there. Sure. There a part where they actually say something like, "We hope Trump isn't paying attention to this" or something. Well, they like definitely that? show his face. One of my pro- that's one of my problems is that I feel like you could make this movie without all the hammering me, and I, a smart person, will still see the parallels to Trump and how what Cheney did paved the way. Mm. But the movie, by the end of this movie, there's a montage that makes it seem like Cheney is responsible for every bad thing that's ever happened. Oh, my God. Immigrants in a boat, (laughs) wildfires in California. Um, And and I think that might be where I stood up to, to start leaving, even though I didn't actually walk out. Because, again, you can tell me he's evil. You can make all the points you're trying to make. But the reason I tuned out was because you were screaming it at me. There's a huge difference in, I don't know if you've seen Black Klansman yet, no. there's a huge difference in the epilogue, for all intents and purposes, of that movie mm-hmm. versus this movie, because it's the same trope. It's using present day footage, right. news footage, to underscore the point of the movie. But this is like, there's there's a scene where somebody overdosed on opiates and stuff <laughs> like that, and it's like, okay, sure, yeah, there's probably some sort of, like, he's got his fingers in, in everything, but like... The way Spike Lee does it is it really emotionally just hits you in the gut. Mm -hmm. This is the complete opposite of that because it's so 
so obvious and so over the top. I do think I want to I want to make sure I say good things because I think plenty of good things about this. The section where it fake ends and rolls credits That's on so a happy yes. note is that was a laugh awesome. out loud thing. And I think that goes on the perfect amount of time. Mm -hmm. uh, the music swells. Cheney was never in public <laughs> office again. Yeah. With the title cards. That yeah. was great. And I, I get the sense that that is Adam McKay's yes. uh, style. Well, and, and the big short is all that stuff. Yeah. And he did that in the big short, too. He didn't do the credit thing, but he did have the um the the well you know because there's a point where somebody like steve carell's on the phone at the end of big short saying you know what they're gonna just they're just gonna blame immigrants for this and they're going to they're they're just gonna sweep all of this all under the rug and all that and then a narrator comes in but that's not what happened <laughs> it's like it's like people were sent to jail and all this other type of stuff and then it was like oh wait a minute no that didn't happen <laughs> um i thought bail was good i felt like i could hear bail too much under the voice there are a couple of moments that where you scene can hear where him. he turns to the camera at the end to lecture me because it's not even cheney's fault by the way <laughs> it's mine yes um i felt like that was patrick bateman mm -hmm. talking <laughs> in a gruff deeper voice but i thought amy adams was fucking outstanding and i came into the movie not expecting anything from her character or her acting and then I thought Steve Carell was, the, to me, Steve Carell was a standout. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I felt like maybe his acting was more subtle, the, the stuff he had to show. Because, man, he goes from mentor to stepped-on underling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that. What's oh, funny, it takes 40 years. But yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. What, what's funny about that is that there's so many Steve Carell mannerisms in, in that performance. Mm-hmm. But that's also Rumsfeld. Like, you remember, I used to watch Meet the Press and stuff like that religiously back in those mm -hmm. days. And you'd, he'd have that, like, affable, like, kind of, even if he's selling you the biggest bullshit ever, which mm -hmm. was typical, like, he's just smiling and he's laughing and stuff like that. He's excited. There's that great beat where he's like, right after 9-11 he's like but there are so many good targets in iraq yeah and like yeah. no no settle down russell yeah. we're not attacking iraq well and you also gotta i mean i don't know how this is how if this happened in real life but you also gotta admire when cheney sort of cuts rumsfeld off from everything and rumsfeld is just sitting there going <laughs> all right well i would have done the same thing yeah, exactly which yeah. in that by the way, we're we're eschewing spoilers at this point because this is much like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you, you know the story from yeah. now. Okay, what did you think during that that scene? By the way, uh, what did you think of the whole heart transplant thing? Uh, you know, I saw uh, Jeremy write about this on uh, Twitter, and I I I don't remember it being that that crazy. Okay. Uh, I know that at this point in, in the movie, you guys are already yep rubbed raw yeah. so that's that's gonna that's gonna come up it's gonna be a little bit more clear to you uh for me it, it wasn't i i didn't have any well problem and that's the thing is that i, I don't even think i want to say it's a bad movie mm. i had a really bad time mm. i didn't enjoy it at all but what made it unenjoyable to me was the stylistic choices mm -hmm. that once I decided they weren't for me, somewhere between the shaking leg parallels and the Shakespeare stuff, I was like, tune it out, not mm -hmm. liking this. Mm -hmm. Then, yes, every instance of his style after that just rubbed me wrong. And it, had I swung the other way at that midpoint, then I probably would have loved the heart thing. I just felt like I just felt like it was the movie saying see his empty heart cavity yeah and then when when they when they they cut to the side shot of his 
old diseased heart <laughs> dripping bile off the side of it. And I'm, it just felt like it just felt like a conversation I wanted to have at a lower decibel. Mm -hmm. And the movie just wanted it to be all very shouty and screamy. And I it, it kept me from being able to accept the vision. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Did you like mm -hmm. the whole thing with Jesse Plemons? Yes, although for half the movie we were convinced it was Ron Livingston. That's <laughs> um, exactly like Ron Livingston. Once he said, is that Ron Livingston? I was like, holy shit, it is. And then Plemons comes on screen and I'm like, oh God, I never realized they sounded alike. Yeah. Uh, I did, yes, yes. Uh, there was nothing about that that bothered me. Mm -hmm. Even even who he ended up being. Yeah. Um, and the story needed a narrator mm -hmm. um or a storyteller i suppose uh to tie four years of events together and i thought that was i thought that was clever enough like again i don't hate the movie i'm not gonna give it an f plus or anything mm. i just the stylistic choices turned me off personally and kept me from being able to accept the vision i'm gonna stick with that language yeah i understand that um i i i personally like didn't have that same experience with the um look at me nature of what you guys are talking about um i thought i thought for me the messages and stuff that were being that were being uh transmit there were more important than any kind of uh over the topness that the movie might be doing and it is a little bit mckay style for sure um i, I just think it works better with the big short when you have a faster moving type of movie which that's what that was vice didn't need to be in this kind of like you know it it didn't need to be in this kind of uh whatever mode he was in with big short well also you think of the comedies like the the uh the talladega nights and anchorman and stuff like that mm -hmm. and maybe part of this is will ferrell where he's making fun in in ricky bobby like he's making fun of that culture essentially mm -hmm. right yeah but he's finding like the 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 soul of it right he's 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 sending it from a different perspective especially with like the uh the the jane lynch character in talladega nights mm -hmm. and stuff like that where it's it's caricature but like there's there's heart to it man there's no attempt in vice to to show any good side i disagree with you i disagree with you and i think he's trying to shoehorn in that like his family stuff where they're always together they're eating dinner his support for his daughter that you know takes a turn at the Until, end and everything. Yeah. that's the thing though is that i think he's trying to establish a family man like there's some sort of soul to this guy for all the way through until that moment maybe and i don't well i think to your point i don't buy it right, well, i don't yeah. buy what he's selling he may have some sort the real dick cheney may have some sort of this inherent family first uh type of thing that that redeems him in some sort of way but like i don't get it in the movie i don't i don't i don't buy it in the this movie. felt i want to be careful how i say this this felt like a hit piece in the way that michael moore's films feel like a hit piece i i felt the same way in that he he's started out me, by the way with with a conclusion mm -hmm. and a villain and perhaps a more nuanced movie would have given me 
more humanity mm-hmm. in Cheney's character. But the, the the movie started out thinking he was the devil incarnate. And I, I, maybe he is. Yeah. I don't freaking know. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, better him than me, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did kind of like the... Uh, the the heart attacks. It's funny. I, I like the heart attacks. Absolutely. Uh, especially the. I think the final one after the Bush v. Gore thing, mm-hmm. um, where he's like, "And I think I'm going to need to go to the hospital." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was actually like. There's a couple of beats in here where I really laughed out loud, um, but man, I just uh, I, I I I didn't like it. I thought either. Tyler Perry was pretty distracting. Really? Not really his fault. He looked way more like. Tyler Perry than Colin Powell. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And I think true. that was why. Yeah, because Bale and and even Amy Adams and Steve Carell like disappeared into their they roles. They looked like the people. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't. Even yeah. the gal playing Condoleezza Rice, I had to do a double take on. Mm-hmm. How they get the real lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Tyler Perry showed up and I, I was giggling. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you remember me giggling. That's pretty much what happens every time he shows up, though. It's unfortunate because he's got such a persona outside of, of the other movies that he's in yeah. that it, it becomes distracting. It's distracting in Star Trek when mm-hmm. he shows up it's distracting and gone girl yeah um it it's just distracting in that movie he made um the uh, spider the alex cross. alex cross alex cross oh yeah yeah Sp- yeah Sp- <laughs> say spider yes i'm gonna go directly to alex cross i was working my way there <laughs> i did think it was interesting though the whole thing where he first uh sees rumsfeld talking on stage and the guy comes up and says i've already worked with the democrats gonna take the democrat side and he goes, "What? Who was? What? What uh, party was that guy up there?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, he's Republican. That's what I am too." Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I thought that was really interesting too, because uh, it it shows that a lot of times you just go for a party because you kind of admire somebody, and not really because of what you really believe in. And am I crazy? Or back in back when Trump was flirting with the idea of running in 2012. Uh, 2011 mm-hmm. wasn't there talk he could go either way democrat or republican yes. yeah mm-hmm. and he ended up choosing because he had donated to both parties yeah. Yeah. and i feel like that's what the movie is saying with that is that a lot of these people in politics they don't, they don't care about yeah, what they arbitrary. say they care yeah, about yeah. they but, care about the power but i think that's that's a testament to that whole thing with his daughter who they've they've quietly maybe not publicly supported but they've at least said we're we're not going to touch the issue mm-hmm. and we're not going to make any policy on it and then when his, when his other daughter runs for uh senate or whatever they're like oh yeah totally against uh you know gays getting married and all mm-hmm. this other stuff and uh I, that's the most devastating part of that movie for me is yeah. the fact that he betrays just for power betrays uh the whole family dynamic that they had i'm not shocked that they haven't reconciled over that well and at that point isn't it just power for his daughter even it's not even like power for him as much Mm -hmm. as like i just i do feel like that's a defining moment of the character in the film and you see their her sister the whole time is like this is totally good i don't know why anybody would be against this then when she starts running then she has to get on because she's behind in the polls she has to go up there and start saying, you know, oh, yeah, I don't know what my what mistakes my sister's made in the past. We know this is a choice and so on and so forth. It's devastating. It's absolutely devastating. Um, yeah, I, I, I felt the same way. This is just a complete aside, but 
I felt the same way about Phil Bredesen when he was run, running in his uh, his race. Say whatever he, he wanted was to. Saying to get a lot elected. of stuff to try to get right wing voters. On I'll his work side. with Donald Trump. Yeah, yep. I'll reach across the aisle. And what you did was you alienated your Democratic base, mm-hmm. and you and you, the other people that you're hoping to vote get get your vote. They don't think you're you're. You, you, they know you're full of it yeah they didn't think you were yeah. being sincere yeah so it, that that strategy doesn't make any sense whatsoever and in this case unfortunately it does make sense for her because this is the republican primary mm-hmm. that she's trying to she, she's trying to win and everything but i can i i totally understand you guys not liking this at all i i'm still firmly liking it but i'll i'll watch it again someday and it's one of those weird movies where i know I know it was my own personal taste and not the movie itself. Like, obviously, you can look at this movie critically. I haven't seen The Big Short yet, but you can say it's not as good as that, mm-hmm. but it's still good. But I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I ever wanted to argue with bad. I think I just wanted to argue, fuck this movie, piss me off. That's I think, really I think something this obvious and shouty, <clears throat> and I love Man McKay's work too comedies and the big short Mm -hmm. um i think qualitatively to me uh makes it a bad movie in my estimation i can understand um because as you said like a a more nuanced approach just here and there and stuff like that with the the heart transplant scene with the the w scene and stuff like that this to me is in the same ballpark as oliver stone's w it's it's starting from a conclusion yeah like you said well and this movie should have given us more of sam rockwell I feel like I guess, the trailer but, sold me like him being a second or third major character, and he's really not. Also, what an amazing trailer, especially relative to the quality of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about Sam Rockwell? I felt like he was in the same ballpark as Josh Brolin. No, I, 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 I thought he was fine. I think it's, I think, yeah, Josh Brolin didn't seem to go over the top. He wasn't doing a Will Ferrell yeah. type of thing um and i i I, he i mean there are occasional moments it's impossible to do george w bush without kind of doing some he's a caricature himself yeah Yeah. um uh he is he is shown as the the guy we thought he was or or pictured him as for those eight years uh maybe he is at this point yeah like there's so much you know that's come out about what a stumbling bumbling buffoon he was it's true yeah that you know i mean they 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 set that up pretty early he's stumbling around drunk at a party Mm -hmm. and um cheney everybody notices what a dumbass this guy is and then like all the all the stuff about the power that he's he's asking for and he's just like whatever you know (laughs) he doesn't even fucking know (laughs) yeah Um, that sounds good it goes to show, though, this is exactly the type of movie we reviewed. 65% of critics on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, so it's it's certified fresh, but it's uh, it's a 6.7 out of 10 total. And then the audience score is 54%. Wow. A 3.1 out of 5. We still don't know why the critics get 10 and the audience gets 5. But, that is one of life's greatest mysteries. Um, but, I can't uh, trust that audience, man. No, but uh, it, it goes to show it is that type of movie. It really depends on how the stuff inside of it rubs you. Mm-hmm. And that sounds sexual. but uh, Well, no, I mean, it's not, it's not even the content. Now, I could argue that why do we need this movie right now when everything in reality is a shit show? I don't really need to see in the previous shit show that happened to understand what the shit show is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's 
preaching to the choir, much like Michael Moore is to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm nobody's going to watch this movie that liked Dick Cheney <laughs> and go, "Oh my God, I never realized." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. All right, this is the definition of preaching. That's why I sort of compared it to the way Michael Moore films feel right. to me. Yeah. Is that they're made with a conclusion in mind already. And anybody that doesn't share that, you've already lost them. And to their credit, like you said, they he does announce right at the beginning. He ruled like, you know, Satan himself or whatever that quote was in the, the title card. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just it lost me, man. This to me is like the definition of a C movie. Maybe I'll watch it at some point for some parts later mm-hmm. on, uh, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch. All it. right. Well, I give this a solid B. All right. Oh, fuck. C. Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and so thanks for the patrons, by the way, who voted this movie. Another odd choice of all this stuff in December to see. I think they're fucking with us. They're having fun. <laughs> they're like, let's go. Next month, they're going to make us see you know, a piece of fruit in a cup, too. Yeah. Yeah. I hear I hear that's getting a limited release in New York right. next week. That's right. Subtitled The Fruitening. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that'll do it for our mini pod. Mini pod. Vice pod. Vice. Chris Atkins and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Share. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. So What's the mechanism by which this will stop happening. What happened? Are you turning it the wrong way? I want it to not turn at all. You turn it the wrong. You turn that one the wrong. Way. Supposed to go like this? Yeah, yeah. No, that's loosey goosey. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a moron. No, it happened. Oh my god! When I used to work as a mechanic, uh, right when I first started, I was like 15, 16, or something like that. And uh, I was supposed to take a muffler off of a uh, off of a car, off of a truck that was up on the rack. And I got the muffler off, and then I'm trying to take the catalytic converter off, this thing in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I'm wrestling with that thing like a fucking anaconda, man. I cannot get this this converter off. And, like, I'm throwing the thing all over the place. And I finally get Billy, the old mechanic that, uh, you know, was all salty and everything. And I was like, man, I, I guess these are locked up or, you know, maybe my, my ratchet isn't good enough. And he's like, well, show me what you're doing. And he's like, you're tightening that shit. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. What's crazy is I remember kind of thinking the movie was okay fun. I did too. And I just can't imagine how it's going to play. Ashley Johnson is. Oh, uh, yeah. She was on. Oh, uh, that's the girl from Growing Pains. Or and whatever. she's in the Avengers. And yeah. she's the one that fucks Timberlake in the social network. Right. <laughs> it is. Her. Well, that's right. She doesn't know. That's Dakota Johnson that fucks uh, Timberlake. You're right. Mm-hmm. Wait. It is Dakota Johnson. Mm-hmm. Boy, I get those two confused. <laughs>